welcome to the Hobby Tassel podcast. I'm Gemma. And I'm Candice. This is the podcast for creatives run by two fellow business owners who discuss the ups and downs of creative entrepreneurship. From dealing with imposter syndrome to celebrating new business milestones, we're here to talk about all of them with you. Hi, and welcome back to the Hobby Tussle podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be recapping 2023. So how we felt about our years, what goals we achieved, which goals we didn't achieve, and then what we would like from the year ahead. So Candice, I'm going to pick on you first because there's only two of us and you're the only other person here. (laughs) So how was your year? How did you feel about 2023? Honestly, on a scale of one to 10, I would say it's about a six. Eight being I completed all my goals from last year, which we went over in our last year's recap podcast episode. And the reason why I say it's a six, let let me go over the good things first and why I felt like it was a six. So I did a rebrand from Yours Truly Studio, changed it over to Coco Island. I released two new characters this year and I made some pretty drastic changes for my retail locations at Metrotown and at Guilford. And when I say drastic, I mean like they were really drastic. I'll go over the details in a bit. And last but not least, I attended markets again this year. So as Gemma knows, I had a pretty rough medical year. So I had to get my wisdom tooth removed. I had to get my eye surgery done. And and then I was just constantly sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but my immune system just wasn't wasn't it this year. And I also had other priorities that wasn't Coco Island based. So that's why my year was only a six out of ten. Though I am not regretful of my year, I do feel guilty, if that makes sense. Because like I, I did release some characters and I did rebrand and like I did some pack- packaging changes. But I don't know if I did enough. Because I was sick. And being sick just stopped my creative mind. And like, and I also realized that I really can't focus on two big things. Like if I'm working on something else, I can't work on Coco Island because like my there's there's my personal life, and then there's Coco Island, and then obviously like friends and stuff like that in between. But if I'm focusing on my personal life, I can't seem to work on Coco Island. Could that be a good thing actually? Because that may mean, sorry, I realized I just asked you that. And then you're probably like, what do you mean by that? Um, no, like work-life thing- balance. Like you can focus on one and then focus on the other rather than trying to juggle too much. Yeah. Like because I was working on my personal thing, I was actually f- able to fully disconnect from Coco Island. Though it, you know, it did result in the rebrand not going as smoothly or as well as I thought it would. But I was able to, like, disconnect. Like, my life is not Koku Island. If that made sense. Yeah. So, 
I think really switching off is healthy. I think it's really hard at times for business owners to switch off and actually being forced to, whether it's, you know, you're going abroad or unfortunately, if you're sick, that forces you to switch off. Um, But sometimes you kind of need a push to not always be working on your business for crazy hours each day. Yeah, like I'm not living and breathing Koku Island as last year I was probably living and breathing from your truly studio, I actually thought it would be the opposite. Like I thought I would be more attached to Coco Island than I was from your truly studio. However, I did say earlier this year after the rebranding, I did say I was going to try to pull like Candice out of Coco Island and have it more focus on the actual Kittendino stuff. Like, I was actually conflicted when I repackaged some of my stuff on Etsy, whether or not it says XOXO Candice or XOXO Kittendino. I think for Etsy in particular, I, I'm still using my name because Coco Island and Kittendino are not yet, in my perspective, popular enough for the people to care if it was signed off by Kittendino. That's why I felt so disconnected. And I'm wondering if that's the guilt that's eating at me for feeling so disconnected, therefore not as motivated. Because I feel like I had the opposite year of you because you were like Gemma's going to go over what she what her year was like. But in my perspective, sorry, from what I saw, it was more like Gemma wasn't allowed to work on her, not allowed Gemma wasn't given the time. time. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Gemma didn't have the time to work on her business, so therefore she was more motivated. I had so much time, but at the same time, I didn't have time because I was sick and I had other things I needed to do that I couldn't work. I didn't work on it. What's that thing where, like, I was going to say, like, sadness. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> um, no, what's that thing where it's, like, you're forced to work on something that you really don't want to, so therefore, but it's job-related, so therefore you find more motivation to do your business. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me try to... Let <laughs> we talk about this. It might um, be because I'm tired and not processing it, but... Um... Go ahead. Same. Both Gemma and I are lacking sleep. Uh, <laughs> but that's fine. It's, it's December. the festive season. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. So what I'm trying to say is, let's say you're working your office job and you aren't, you're literally just trying to make income and using that money to, you know, live and fund your business, but you're not having a good time. So therefore, at your office job, you're thinking of like, oh, I can do this for my business. I can do that for my business. Oh, yeah. Uh, like you have the ideas coming in because yeah. you're doing something, you're forced to do something because you're being paid to that you're not excited about. So therefore, your brain kind of just wanders off to doing something more exciting because that happens to me all the time, like in the most inappropriate times, not inappropriate, but in the most inconvenient times ever, like when I was in Japan. I don't have my iPad with me and also I shouldn't be working but I 
but I wanna. But when I have the time and I wasn't sick, I didn't feel motivated, which is very backwards. Cause I had all these ideas. I even wrote them down. Like I have a ex, like I have a Google spreadsheet of all these ideas I wanted to do. None of them have been ticked off. And I said I was going to animate and they're all in the works. Like not like ideas works. I, I literally mean I have animations that just need to not just need to, cause it sounds like it's not a lot of work, but it is it. I have a lot of animations that already have the bone structure. It's in, I guess, I don't know. The, I don't know the technical term, but it, all the frames are done in sketches already. But I didn't post any of them. I said I was going to work on YouTube and I didn't. Wow. I think you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. I just realized I'm not good in front of the camera. I, I care too much. I've always been insecure about my looks. Sidetrack. Um, I told Will about that last night and he, he never knew that. He, I'm surprised because like, I knew I that. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I didn't know you were insecure about the way you look. Because you like, he was, he, I don't know if he was like half asleep or whatever. I, but I just like, guessed because you were shy about photos and stuff. Oh. Yeah. I told yeah. him I hate photos. I like, he knows I hate photos. And I always try to doll up for when I shoot my YouTube videos. And then I get, I get like irked because my hair is a certain way. And then I'm just like, nah. Uh, which is why I don't post videos. But no, he had no idea that I was insecure about my looks. Mm. Because and he was like, really? Candice doesn't know this, so I'm revealing it on the podcast. I've invited Candice to my wedding next year. <laughs> and I was like, I would love for Candice to be a bridesmaid. And then I thought, no, because she hates her photos being taken. And she would hate, <laughs> she would hate like being put up in the spotlight. So yeah. in spirit, like you're a yeah. spirit bridesmaid. <laughs> I'm a spirit bridesmaid. Dude, that is so cute. But that is so cute how you like knew. But I no, I genuinely I look at other people's wedding photos and I'm like, oh, she looks so photogenic. And I look at my photos and I'm like, mm, I am not posting that because I can't. I, I just mm. don't like I know like your wedding is like your most attractive look or whatever. To me, I was just like, I look like a, a toad. Oh, for the record, she does not look like a toad in the wedding photos <laughs> or otherwise. <laughs> um, but yeah, when you feel self-conscious, you definitely don't feel up to recording. And sometimes for me, it could be silly things like, say, even if I'm recording my hands and I have cats and they don't intentionally scratch me, but occasionally I end up with scratches on my hands. And then I feel self-conscious about recording my hands because all these other YouTubers I see have like manicured nails and perfectly like fashion model hands. <laughs> so yeah, you definitely can feel self-conscious sometimes and that can stop you from working on certain things within your business. But I also think that kind of may sometimes point you in the direction you need to go in your business. So if you are very self-conscious about filming your face, <laughs> maybe don't include your face and 
yeah because <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why i gave myself a six out of ten with is because youtube was supposed to be a large chunk of my year like 2023 mm. and because i didn't post any videos this year i don't know if i did i think i did a couple um I i've knocked down at least two points maybe i can be next year i'll be <laughs> i'll be that one youtube that vlogging youtuber that stands in the back i'll just be known as the person who's like talking from the back i'll have the mic so you can hear it but you can't you can barely see me i'll be mm. like hey but i'm like <laughs> yay big in the screen <laughs> Um, and the focus will be like, I don't know, like my couch, but I'm like standing behind the couch. (laughs) Can you imagine if I did that? That'd be unique. I'd be the person who's camera shy, but I still want to like show. You could just record your couch and say that you're hiding behind the couch because you're camera shy. And then Mm -hmm. you don't actually have to be hiding behind the couch. You can record from wherever. Because you would know. exactly so yeah that's why i feel like this year i missed out on a lot due to self-confidence due to medical things it it, it just i had a lot of stress because i was so ill and that is not good for your skin and so i'm like oh i can capture all of this because like will got me a new phone and it like it is an hd and i freaking hate it i love it but i hate it <laughs> oh yeah i see what you mean so there was that and then i had to focus on you know preparing for the japan trip overall though i made big changes for my business it seems as though i only progressed 20 percent or so like i really prioritize health and my other priorities of this year which is not i'm feeling guilty of and like i shouldn't because like i'm a huge advocate of mental health and physical health so this is very backwards but then again i used to think that way anyways you know Gemma had a great year let's funny you say that because i don't feel like i have it's definitely i feel like so when you were talking like i like to I should actively listen and actually listen to you, Candice, but I was thinking of my response and I was thinking about how your year could be described as vanilla ice cream instead of the actual good flavors of ice cream. Like, it's okay, (laughs) but I would personally be disappointed uh... (laughs) if I got vanilla ice cream. And that's how I feel about my year. It's been a vanilla year. It's been okay. It's kind of, it's kind of good, but it's not, amazing it just feels like a bit of a non-year so the stuff I was working on has been stuff I've already kind of like launched in my business so I launched my memberships at the end of last year so a lot of this year has just been creating content for my memberships so each month I'm launching new modules uh, for two memberships so actually it's a bit bizarre how much is in there. <laughs> so yeah, I've been working on that all year. I've been working on my workshops. I got a bit overexcited and decided I was going to launch workshops in new cities. So I launched workshops in five new cities and then thought, Whew, that's a lot. So um, I've only, I've cut it back down to two other cities. So, you know, I'm still 
I still tripled my workshop <laughs> kind of numbers. I taught more private workshops this year, which has been good, um, including I taught a private workshop for John Lewis, who is a massive retailer in the UK. Um, so that was really positive and made me feel good about myself. And I travelled across the UK for private workshops in some cases. But that's mainly it for work. Like I've done workshops and I've done memberships. I don't feel like I've launched anything new. And this is something I struggle with and I'll talk about later because <laughs> I get a bit restless when I'm not launching stuff all the time. But I also was working part-time this year as well, which I think it helped my mindset in some regards because I had that financial backup and I invested a lot more in my business. I've been working on trying to launch Facebook ads this year to try increase my visibility and that has worked to some extent as well, which is good. But yeah, I don't, I don't really know <laughs> what I've done other than that. Oh, and. I can't remember if I said in a previous episode, but I've now left my part-time job. So I left mid-October. So the last like six, six, eight weeks I've been working for myself again. And I would rank my I year just, of six. <laughs> I'm, I can't, I, sometimes I'm like thinking to myself, like, I don't know if you're giving yourself enough credit because you're doing workshop in other cities and these cities are like an hour drive, right? Or something like that. One of them was five hours away. <laughs> Okay, well, then that's even worse. <laughs> oh, no, actually, that was a private workshop, not a public workshop. But yeah, I I kind of like did a scattergun approach. So I launched in a bunch of places. So when I took my summer break from workshops, I decided I would have workshops ready for when I returned. And I had to cancel a couple of them. They didn't get anyone on. But then a couple worked. And actually, that meant my income increased because I had more workshops going on and I'll sell more tickets. Mm -hmm. I think overall though, it sounds like you had a really busy year. Like your part-time job took a lot of your time, like a lot of your time. And though we did take a break from podcasts over the summer, it still, it like we still talked. Mm. Like we didn't like disappear. We just didn't record mm. and we didn't work on it. So I think you did a lot. Like, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10 then, because mine is at 6, where would you put yourself? Yeah, mine's a 6. But it's funny oh, okay. because you were like, that's really bad. <laughs> oh, okay. If, that's if I received like, huh. a Google, if I received a review with 6 out of 10, I would be gutted. But oh, for me, I kind of view it as this year was mid-level, but leaning more on the positive side. I think... Like, it actually was quite good in terms of what I achieved in terms of workshops. Um, and, you know, I've created so much content for my memberships. But I think in terms of how I personally feel, I didn't feel particularly excited. I think because from the workshops perspective, it's so streamlined to me now. And the membership content, I enjoyed creating it, but I think I set myself two strict goals. So I kind of felt stressed throughout the year trying to meet my goals in terms of deadlines. So I think I'll change how I approach that next year. 
How many workshops did you have? So I did a tally. I taught 21 workshops. Six of those were private. I taught 185 students. So 21 workshops, so 21 days, right? Yeah, there were 20... Yeah. Like, not, you didn't have a two-day workshop. Like, that's not... No, I did do two workshops in one day once. I try yeah, not see, to do that. There's only 52 weeks in a year. So you, half of... Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't think yeah, about that. Yeah, because if you're looking at it like 365 days versus yeah. 21, yeah. But there's only 52 weeks in a year. That means you almost had a workshop every other week. That's just changed my perspective completely. Yeah, that's so that's why I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. And you had a part-time job. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you not? Not bad. Oh, um, so we were going to talk about our win separately, but actually I might merge mine into this section. So I took over a networking group this year as well. So mm-hmm. there's a local group that are really lovely. It's a really lovely community and it's been such a lovely experience for me to go to those meetings as a small business owner but the two leaders could no longer run it so I took over that group with my friend Katie so that's something new that I'm doing that's in addition to my day-to-day business stuff yeah so that's quite a big thing as well <laughs> so going with that is yeah. it still six out of ten six point five <laughs> Just 6.5. Okay, so you're changing from a 6 to a 6.5. Yeah, I so mean, vanilla ice very... cream with strawberry sauce. <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> oh I'm, my I'm god. I'm just excited because I have ice cream in the freezer and it's evening for me now. So after this episode, I'm going to have some ice cream. Oh man, I don't have any ice cream. I want some ice cream. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you for my metaphor. Continue. Um, It's... <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I honestly, I still think I stand at a 6 out of 10. I know both of us are just based on our own personal goals and stuff like that, but that's what I am at. Can we go over your wins first before we go over my wins? Because I genuinely can't think of any. Yeah. Wait, okay, we'll come back to that, Candice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, my wins, um, I tripled the number of private workshops I had. Um, I increased my workshop sales, which was helped by the fact that I launched them in different cities. I had a professional photo shoot of my workshops, which means I now have lovely images. And I also improved my workshop materials as well. So I just felt like my workshops have reached a point where they're polished and I feel very comfortable with them. Um, I also grew my audience a bit more this year. So I'm not talking about Instagram, although I say that my Instagram actually hit 1k this year. (laughs) Um, But my mailing list tripled in size. And my Facebook group, I don't know if you're part of the modern calligraphy one, Candice, but it's grown quite a lot. So I think it was like 200 members at the start of the year and now it's on 750. So that's quite a good amount of growth. I took a summer break, (laughs) which I am really grateful for. 
And it was a little bit tricky at first to force myself to switch off, but I am so grateful that I took some time off during a quiet period of my business rather than trying to force the time dedicated. You know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) So I remember just doing a puzzle for a week and guess what? I'm allowed to do that because it's my break. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I took some time off and I'm really glad I did. And like I said, I took over a networking group. I booked a live calligraphy gig, Candice. I haven't told you about this yet, but I'm doing it on Sunday. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and next weekend. I've never done one before, and now I'm doing three at, like, peak season, so that will be interesting. (laughs) But that is definitely a win. And then a huge win is that I've created the core content for both of my memberships. I'm going to toot my own horn here. There is loads of content in my memberships so for anyone listening go check out the link in bio (laughs) go check out my memberships and see if they're a good fit for you because there's loads in there now and yeah definitely go check those out so those are my wins that I could think of off the top of my head yeah Candice have you thought of some wins now your end I still can't think of any wins If I were to think backwards, I would say my most recent win would be, I don't even know if this counts as a win, but reordering plushies. I think it does. Really? It means they've been popular. I guess so. Because plushies are a big investment. Mm Mm-hmm. So the fact that they've been popular is really positive. Yeah. I I still haven't put the plushie keychains online either. My Etsy definitely needs some work. I said I was going to work on it and I haven't, but I will. But I also haven't made any new sticker sheets in a long time, so I should do that. But anyways, going back to my wins, I guess reordering the plushies. Something I haven't really told anyone yet is I'm in the works of making sweaters again, but not the old design that I had. Like It's something completely different. Uh, it's embroidery instead because I'm just tired of potential color peeling or, or whatever. Mm. And embroidery feels really nice. The only issue is I that I'm still kind of fighting is obviously for affordability, it would be better if I use iron on patch and then just made order like made batches of orders. Because if I were to buy a hundred like if I were to buy a hundred of each size of embroidered sweaters, custom sweaters. That's going to cost me so much and I'll need yeah. physical space. Yeah. Like, that is a lot. Whereas if I order the sweaters on my own and then I iron it on, that's great. However, ironed on embroidery patches aren't the best sometimes. So I'm trying to figure out if there's a way for me to iron it on and then I use my own sewing machine to like stitch the side so it's more secure. I don't know if that kind of like ruins the thing. So there's that. And that's something that I'm thinking of working on. Another win? See, I can't think of any. Well, I mean, I guess I redesigned my retail shelf thing. And that took a long time. Is there something else that you redesigned, Candice? Maybe your whole business? (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, there's that. Like, I rebranded, like... Coco Island but 
I feel like I didn't do enough for it, so that's why it doesn't feel like a win. I feel like I had such a failed year. Aww. Yeah, like that 6 out of 10 was pretty generous. Now that I think about it, I said that YouTube was going to be my main focus and I was hoping to release more videos, but I didn't. So I can't think of any wins. Like, I genuinely can't. So you also attended a massive market and you don't need to go into the the details of what that was because I know it was a bit of a mixed experience. Um, but that took so much preparation. That was a huge deal. And just because the result wasn't necessarily what you were hoping for doesn't mean that you shouldn't, that you should undervalue the amount of work that you did for that. Because that was huge. I guess so. It was a lot of work. And the return was, for me personally, not that great. I know a lot of people did do well. Mm. Personally speaking, I didn't. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, you're right. I don't want to go into the details of it. But I also did another market recently, and that was at UBC, and that did very well. Like, it... I would say it surpassed that big event substantially. Wow. Mm-hmm. I guess that could be a win. Yeah. I don't... And also, we relaunched the podcast. I think that's a win because yeah. a lot of podcasts don't continue past, I think it's like 10 episodes. And we're on... Is this... A... Oh, I think we might be in the 20s. Are we in the 23. 20s? 23. Yeah, so... 23 That is a win. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about it for me. I also think that running a business with the amount of like health stuff you've had going on is a win as well. You know, that's had a huge impact on you. And I think the fact that you've been able to maintain a business during such a chaotic year health-wise is a win. Yeah. Like, you guys, I... I I messaged Gemma so often going like, I can't record or I can't meet today because I'm throwing up. Like, that, I'm not saying... So, so <laughs> Candace messaged me once in the middle of the night saying, Gemma, I can't record. My cat attacked my eye. <laughs> and I have to admit, I laughed because I, th- I thought, what? And then it's I realized that you thing. were actually quite upset. And I was like, oh no, sounds like it's quite... um. It was at 3 a.m. It wasn't my eye. It was my lip. But like, yeah, it, oh, it's like yeah. 3 a.m. Like, come on, cabbage, please. Like, what? I don't understand. <laughs> I was so disoriented as well. Yeah. That Will was the one who cleaned up the blood because I was bleeding quite a bit. But yeah, like, what the heck? So I would message Gemma saying I'm throwing up or I have a migraine or I, or my voice I is think gone. I have COVID for the fifth time this year. Yeah. And like just overall feeling really ill. It, it it honestly makes me wonder. Like I wonder what it would be like if I still worked in corporate. This would not fly so, with HR. Yeah. Because it's not just you that messages to drop out of our calls. So I've messaged you before as well and said, I'm really tired or I have a headache or I'm in a bad mood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, I think it's on both of our parts, but that's part of the, like, 
luxury part of running a business yes it's Mm -hmm. a privilege to be able to do that and like luckily we're both quite flexible as well that we can um move our schedules and we're happy to move our schedules to like help each other out too yeah it definitely makes me very grateful that would be the word grateful that i'm in this position Every time I talk to you, it makes me kind of go like, I should work on my business on this thing. Maybe I should just talk to you more often. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, like it, though I didn't have a very successful year and I didn't have a lot of wins in comparison to what I did last year, I think that's okay because if I always had wins, then I would just probably feel really rubbish about myself every single time because I didn't achieve like a million things or whatever like you know what i mean you keep going up and up and up that like the higher you go up the harder you're gonna fall if you did have a failed quote-unquote failed year so hopefully next year it would be good because like i <laughs> motto next year hopefully it will be good <laughs> yeah on... <laughs> that's gonna be our title i can that can that please be our title hopefully next year it'll be good yeah. Um, and then, like, surprise, it's a recap. We're not talking about shit again. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, what are your goals for next year? So... Or, like, did you... Sorry, did we even go over if we reached our goals? We kind of did. So we we didn't f- fully, but haven't got loads to say on it. So a goal I had was to work less, which I actually do think I've achieved this year. I've yep. been taking more weekends off. Yeah. Um, I finished my membership contents and I automated more of my business this year. So I actually did those three things, I think. And I can't remember what your goals were. Sorry, Candice. <laughs> did you work less, though? So I didn't. So, Sorry, so I'm still the on first that point. That's why. Year, the first half of the year, I did... So, okay, let me defend myself. <laughs> um, so, my part-time job, when I was, like, enjoying it more and felt more relaxed, I felt more relaxed on the business side of things. Whereas when I started to get a bit restless in my part-time job, I started to want to return to my business full-time again. And that meant I was working way more because I was like, this has to happen again. Um, But once I decided to hand in my notice, I relaxed again because I felt in a comfortable spot. But yeah, I would say the last three months I've actually taken weekends off, which I think is pretty good. Yeah, except for where I have workshops, but then I'll take another day off. Yeah, I think I've been working i don't think i've been working on the weekends for a while now by a while Mm. i mean like last two months yeah or so i mean i was away for a lot from august like because i was gone end of august to early september and then i was gone for a weekend in november and i've never been the type of person that would want to work over the holidays Mm. Mm, no, you no, like- no, I'm not. <laughs> I was gonna say she's you gonna say I'm a liar. To, but- <laughs> um, I meant I like I 
I don't voluntarily work for like I sorry I, I don't want to work over the holidays mm. but I sometimes do and I think this year I'm actually going to commit to not working over the holidays mostly because I still have other priorities I'm not a festive person not that I hate the holidays I do hate Christmas music I'm sorry I'm just gonna say that please don't come at me I, I genuinely hate Christmas music. Gemma, I it, it's the... No. <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> it's... I can't. But, yeah, like, my goals, I definitely didn't reach them because I wanted to do YouTubing. I wanted to release more animation. I think... I wanted to release more stories and I think I should do that first. Or at least write down some stories or like some scenarios and then try to animate them. So, yeah. I didn't reach any of my goals other than actually rebranding and putting it, like put a stamp on it kind of thing. But yeah. So that being said, what would your goals be for next year? Let's try to... I'm going to say this for myself. Candice, let's try to be realistic here okay let's so speaking of being realistic i think it was in our last episode i said i was really excited about a new project mm-hmm. that i wanted to tell you about so i'm going to reveal what it what it is or what it was so i had it in my head that something i feel i miss in my business is collaboration and i want to grow com- my community so the obvious thing to do would be to collaborate with someone every week of the year (laughs) i called it my year of interviews so i was going to interview someone new every week of the year (laughs) and i got really excited about this idea and then i thought about it and thought i will burn out in like a month (laughs) so i love that idea but i'm not doing that idea (laughs) i've decided against it because being honest with myself that would be a lot of work I would be very stressed out and there are probably other ways I could collaborate but Candice I'm very excited to tell you my first goal because it is to not do anything (laughs) for six months basically I am not launching any new things for six months no new big courses or memberships I'm not doing it to myself I am using what I already have and promoting them instead. So that is my goal. No new courses for six months because I love creating new things. I love it. And what I tend to do is create these new massive projects, get burnt out and then not end up marketing them because I've spent so long creating them. So I've decided not to create anything new for six months and just really work on up-leveling my marketing. And yeah, I'm actually excited to work on that and hopefully see more sales as a result. Yeah, because for context as well, my two memberships I mentioned, I have worked on them all year, like creating a new module each month for two memberships for a year it's been a year's work for two big projects last year I created a course that took me six months like these are big things I've been launching but 
because I'm so focused on content creation, I just, I struggle with the marketing side. So that's why I've made that shift. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Hopefully you hold me accountable, Aww. Candace. <laughs> I, I um, will, don't worry. Yeah. And then my second goal was to create a bundle with other artists. So, you know, I mentioned I wanted to do more collaboration. This is the way I'm going to do it instead. I want to create some sort of bundle with other artists. I don't know if it will have a business focus or like an art focus yet, but that feels more realistic than interviewing 52 people. <laughs> yeah. So that is my second goal. Okay. These sound realistic and very much mm. achievable. Mm. It's kind of like slowing down and focusing rather yeah. than speeding up and expanding which is what we've been yeah. doing for the last two years or so yeah well, i was like what's the next thing that we got to do let's try to chase after the new market new trends, and stuff like that it's just impossible mm. i think for next year <laughs> i'm gonna say my goal will be to i'm not gonna put a number on it but i think i will just work on my youtube to the point where I at the sorry at the pace that I am satisfied with so I'm not going to put numbers of like how many videos I'm going to put up I just want to be happy with how much content I'm putting out there and I want it to be more art focused and not vlogging necessarily but journal focused it's kind of like a place where I can just talk about like this week I've been doing this this week it's been slow this week it's been fast blah 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 and just kind of do it like that so hopefully I can get something like that done it seems attainable and in terms of any other goal I think I'm not gonna put any other goal I know that sounds like wow that's that's a that's a long list that you got but like well, mine's it, two goals this year, which is small for me. So I think we're just both at a stage where, I don't say burnt out, but kind of... Done with, Something, jaded, something needs to out. give. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we are in a place where we want to slow down. And I don't mean slow down as in, you know, not work on our businesses, but just not to the same level of intensity, perhaps, as before. Yeah. The reason why I say this is because... Will and I have noticed that there's a pattern. Whenever I want to do more, I end up getting really burnt out. And it actually stresses out our relationship a lot. Because it stresses him out to see me basically crumble into like an uncomfortable mess. And he said that I might have priority issues. So that's why he wants me to slow things down. Again, I am lucky enough to not have to worry too much about my living living expenses. Like, I'm very lucky. But people have to understand when I say this. Like, I, I just really want to stress this out. Because people... I don't want people going like, Oh, well, she's just pretentious and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. When I'm saying that I don't have to worry about my living expenses... I mean, Will is putting his hopes and dreams aside to help me achieve mine. So he's not 
he's not paying for like all the living expenses and still paying for whatever it is that he wants. No, he's putting his wants and needs aside. Not not the basic ones, but like the, the his dreams. So I can achieve mine. And then in return, like this is something that I set is that I hope that one day I'll be in a position where I can do the favor for him. Not favor, but like I can return his kindness. Yeah. Uh, in kind. So I think in order for me to, to achieve that, I can't be burnt out. I, I can't... Mm. Af- it's kind of like pressuring my it's kind of like putting a pressure on myself. I can't afford to burn myself out. Is what I'm trying to get at. If that made sense. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. That was a little heavy, but that's fine. There, it's light yeah, again. Yeah, no, but I am in some <laughs> shoes in that you know Callum is I'm pulling my own weight financially as well, but you know, if I was in a full full time nine to five office job, I would probably be earning more. Um, but our dream is that my business works out, I have fully flexible life, and then Callum can do something similar, so he can become self employed. So it's kind of similar that you know we're relying on me to make my dreams happen, so that he can then enjoy life as well. So. Yeah, I relate to that a lot. Yeah, I I think I'm just going to pull back and focus on helping myself first. And then if and when I have the energy to, I'll focus on the business. So maybe that's why I got sick so often. Yeah. And... You are pulling your own weight, but you also understand, like, you're in, in a position where, like, we both understand we're in a position, like, we're really lucky. Mm. So that's why I think our goals this year are are very different in terms of quantity, but much better in terms of quality. Mm. Like, our goals seem deeper, not just numeric. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That was cute. We ended in a really cute way. And I'm keeping that in there. Oh, shoot. For real? (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Because we are getting to the exciting part now of the episode where we set a goal. (laughs) Candace is scared. Um, So, the goal I am setting for you is to send out 12 emails this year oh shoot so i would like one email each month or you can batch them all together and schedule them i don't care about how you do it candace just get it done (laughs) because i think email marketing once you get into the swing of things would really work for you but you might need that nudge so that is my goal for you damn it (laughs) that's such a hard goal okay (laughs) My goal for you, I remember I hated it last time too. Full uh, context. No, but th- I did it last I've time. What was my goal? To rebrand. Ah, oh, yes, Alisa. Yeah. But to give context in terms of how many emails I've sent out this year, it will be 104 emails. 
Oh, shit. Because I send out two emails a week. So it, I understand like 12 emails can sound like a lot, but once you get into the flow, it's not as bad as you think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Candice just turned yeah. a face like, all right then, Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys can't see it, which is great. What did I say was your goal? I feel like it had something to do with You, you told resting. me to work less. Yeah. So you said no working after dinner. And I did do that for about three weeks. Right. <laughs> um, but I still had it in my mind throughout the year that nags at me when I'm working after dinner. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be working after dinner. Mm. So I have reduced the amount I work after dinner. And actually... I feel in a much better place for switching off in the evening. Um, yeah, it's, it's better for me and better for my business. Right. Okay. I think this year, my goal for you is to, I want you to promote and talk more about your... The memberships? Membership. Yeah. I was thinking of like not making reels but making YouTube shorts. But I don't know mm. if that if you're gonna hate me if I say that. So I do have it as a goal to create Instagram reels for them. So maybe that should be my goal. Because when I was writing that, I was like, Oh, I don't really wanna do that. <laughs> yeah, because I've been always telling yeah. you you should promote it more often. Yeah. So yeah. I would say promote do a promo video or like a sample video of what's in your course. Talk like talk about your course. Yeah. Once a month. So 12. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You do an email a month. I'll talk about my memberships once a month. Damn it. That's a fair trade. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, because it's both equally as dreadful for us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's a, that's a, This is a good way to end it. I like this tradition that we have. Like this, uh, yeah, and talk I about like that. recaps and goals for each other, yeah, yeah. I like the goals for each other because we know each other quite well, obviously, and we know what's a stretch goal for each other and what the others maybe been thinking about for a while as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like that's good. So, that is it for our year end episode. We talked about our goals of last year our wins of last year basically how we felt about this past year though it wasn't as happy-go-lucky as we originally wanted it to be I'm talking about like our whole year we actually have learned quite a bit about ourselves and it's sometimes good to have a bad year so you can kind of have it under your belt to like how to respond to it the next time this happens because it's going to happen again so Gemma and I have also ended off with goals for each other Gemma is going to have to make a promotional video for her membership once a month and my goal is to write a stupid email no I'm kidding um <laughs> to send out an email once a month as well about anything just email marketing related and that's what we have for you guys Thank you so much for tuning in and we will catch you guys next year. Bye yeah. now. 2024. Bye.